Well, that title has done most of my work for me, I suppose. It tells you the basic plot of the episode while making a dumb joke that might not actually be a joke? Yeah, that's completely my style. We begin with what I assume G.I. Joe refers to as the Mustache Brigade, Bazooka, Alpine, and Cutter. Cutter. Do I know who Cutter is? Don't tell me, I don't actually care. To the episode's credit, the action depicted in the title happens in the first two minutes, so at least we don't waste a lot of time waiting for the inevitable. Specifically, he sees one of those single-pilot Cobra bubble things apparently swallowed by a sea serpent. I mean, it's pretty obvious to us that this is one of Cobra's custom HQs stylized to look like a monster, but Bazooka seems kind of dumb, so I buy that he thinks it was real. Neither of the other mustache guys believe him, naturally. Poor guy, I believe you, Bazooka. This is just those jerks on Sesame Street not believing in Mr. Snuffleupagus all over again. Meanwhile, Cobra Commander spouts some vague threats about unleashing a monster or something. I can make a dick joke here, but I'm better than that. Mustache Squad rescues a shipwrecked family, whom they wrap in blankets and transport to safety. Bazooka also helps himself to a blanket for some reason, forcing two of the victims to share. Upon arrival at the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier, the family, well, little Jimmy anyway, is questioned by Duke. Jimmy claims his family's boat was wrecked by a sea serpent, which, yeah, blah blah blah, we knew that already. I'm more concerned that they had a dog on the boat with them, which apparently drowned in the attack? What the hell, G.I. Joe? Duke orders Bazooka to put Jimmy to bed, because while the child is considered a more competent witness than his parents, he's also incapable of walking to a bunk under his own power and lying down, I guess? Meanwhile, the Crimson Twins put on some kind of weird water-skiing acrobat show for some businessmen, which is supposed to be a threat of some kind. Oh sure, who isn't intimidated by a pair of Cirque du Soleil performers who complete each other's sentences Huey, Dewey, and Louie style? Meanwhile, Shipwreck is… well, look at him. There's a reason I find half the Joe team kind of forgettable, but I always manage to remember who this guy is. He joins up with Lady J and Quick Kick to spy on Cobra by standing outside an open window and listening to a private conversation. I was about to accuse the Joes of not trying very hard, but I guess if Cobra is going to hold secret meetings in a gazebo, there's no point in wasting extra effort. The Joes are discovered, and somehow Cobra Commander's robot sea serpent controller is the only thing that takes laser fire, jamming it in the devour setting. And if I haven't mentioned this recently, I love this stupid show. Inside the Sea Serpent, Lady J meets this weirdo. No! I've got a buddy on that boat. Dear lady, you mustn't worry. He'll be all right. <laughs> In fact, all of them will be just fine. I think, yeah, I think if it were me, I'd worry twice as much after hearing that. The Sea Serpent forces its captives to become work slaves, and this part legitimately made me laugh. Will you work? Say no. I want to see what happens. No! But then Quick Kick does one of his terrible movie quotes, and I completely forget what laughter ever sounded like. Creepy red hat guy takes Lady J to his secret lair, where, oh good, that dog is still alive. Also, he rants about people ruining the day and so forth, but who cares? I'm just relieved that the dog is okay. That was really starting to stress me out. The slaves are put to work in what is apparently Scrooge McDuck's money bin, while the sea serpent continues attacking ships. Devouring, one might even say. And the Joes fight the thing. So I guess we've abandoned the whole premise that nobody believes that Bazooka saw a sea serpent? That's a very misleading title. Okay, pal, let's wrap something hot down your throat! Nope, still not making that joke. The Joes continue fighting the thing, and Bazooka shoots it with an actual bazooka, which I can't remember ever having seen him do, so that's kind of cool, I guess. To this point, they've just shown him chewing gum a lot, so I thought bazooka was a reference to the gum and not the weapon. But I guess it has two meanings, which is clever. Well, almost. It's clever adjacent, I guess. Eventually, everyone escapes from the self-aware robotic sea serpent who's been using human slaves to harvest gold coins. This is insane! <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? 